welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. And it's Animal Crossing week. It is Animal that Crossing is. week. I was looking through the stories. It's it's back in a big way. We got so much to talk about Animal Crossing. I leave for a week and all of a sudden Animal Crossing is the new hotness. It's just everyone is talking about it again. There's 8,000 billion things going on. In fact, right before the podcast, you two were talking about your, what are you talking about, mushrooms or something like that? What are you guys collecting? What's going on? Oh, yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. A lot, a little of, a lot of things. A lot of leaves we'll be we'll be able to chat about we'll get you up to speed before you jump back in and see the update i'm excited to clear out my house of all the cockroaches and get back in because it is <laughs> dark at four o'clock and it is boring i need something mm-hmm. to do yeah so. and this is a good time this is a good time for it because now with the seasons you know this is the thing we've at least for me we've been excited about for uh probably since animal crossing came out is playing it during the holidays and now we're are we are in the holidays we just had, yeah we just had halloween and now we're moving on to what is it turkey day or feast day or whatever they call it in the game and yeah we'll talk about it yeah we'll talk we'll talk about it, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get to the we'll talk about it. we'll get to the first story we'll get these other news articles out of the way then we'll talk <laughs> animal crossing and the uh the, the we've been talking about this for the like last I mean, I guess since it came out, but for the last couple of weeks, we've gotten a lot of news regarding the Switch and how well it's doing and how healthy it is as a platform and blah, blah, blah. Well, this is another one that says mainly the same thing. But in addition to Nintendo coming out with their financial report saying how great they're doing, which the number is now somewhere around 68.3 million units sold, this is sharing the wealth. Actually, NVIDIA, who gives who who provides the chipset for the Switch, has said that they are also showing huge numbers because of the Switch. So that's got to just reinforce that relationship, right? That's got to make it that much better. They are, quote unquote, setting records for their console revenue. So that is fantastic. And hopefully they're working on a, a something even beefier for the Switch Pro. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But Fingers it's crossed. kind of it's kind of cool to see that not only is it just doing so well, but people that are involved with the Switch are doing so well. And I think that just it it goes to how um, you know it builds those relationships and makes it better down the line. If people are seeing, well, yeah, we jumped in on the Switch. It was huge numbers for us. When the Switch Pro or the Switch Two or Three or whatever comes out, you're going to have more people on that bandwagon right off the rip. And I think that's just that's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really, really neat. And yeah, hopefully Nintendo keeps with it. I mean, the, one of the real successes from a dev advantage point of view of that they sort of picked normal chipsets, you know, to put this thing together, which helps an aid in the development costs. It's not a custom chipset. It's not something that there needs to be a lot of custom SDKs and all this other stuff that goes on and in, in, in normal, normal hardware development or like in the, in the past with uh, different um, Nintendo consoles, it was kind of a always always for console development is like yet another thing but for the switch because of these common chipsets and common graphics cards like it's known and how to develop for them and how to take advantage of them and nvidia is great right so they Mm -hmm. power just tons of pcs with their their gpu so it's been good to see this relationship um flourish yeah absolutely spreading the wealth Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right let's get on to animal crossing news because that's what everyone came here for and um (laughs) Well, I'm going to kick it off first because this is really neat. Uh, I haven't played Animal Crossing Pocket Camp since it came out. Well, I did log in to get my platinum points. Thank you very mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ditto. Uh, 
Yeah, you got to do it. If you haven't yet, you got to do it. Um, get those free. I did check the the, the rewards website on my Nintendo, and a lot of those um, items are back in stock. So you can grab those um, if you missed out on them and grab those platinum points. Now, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, to me, wasn't it wasn't on my alley, to be honest with you. Yeah. However, they have some brand new fun AR modes that you can check out in the app. The first of which is AR camera mode. I think this is neat. It kind of reminds me of um, Pokemon Go in a way, but it is a way that you can choose real world spots to place your Animal Crossing pals and furnitures and then take you know photos of it. So you can do all sorts of fun things where your characters are sitting on your desk or playing around or you know, you're brushing your teeth or hanging out with you. I thought that's really neat. And then the other one, is called cabin mode where you get to design, um, you know, design a cabin with furnitures and amenities and you can invite a bunch of different characters to join in. And then what's kind of neat here is that the, the cabin door kind of is in the real world and you can kind of like enter virtually and then you can kind of spend FaceTime with them in, hmm. in this augmented space kind of, which is kind of neat yeah. uh, in general. So you kind of like put in the door and they're in there, which is crazy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, there's a few more updates, though, that I'll talk about really quick. Uh, if you are into the Pocket Camp game, the first thing is that there's um, some new areas, some new furniture, some new items that they're rolling out into the game. But they're also giving away a free month of the furniture and fashion plan, which is typically about uh, eight or nine or ten dollars a month based on where you live in the world. Now, you may be wondering, what is a furniture and fashion plan? And I'm glad that all of you asked because I, I was a lot just of... wondering. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that it used to be called the cookies and cookie and depot plan? That's what it used to be called. Now, there's two. There's yeah, there's there's a few different there's a few different clubs that you can join. One is the pocket camp club, which is like two ninety nine. It gives you a bunch of stuff. The, and this thing used to be called the cookie and depot plan. Or you'd get some fortune cookies, and then that's the cookie part. You see, fortune cookies, you get a limited edition cookies. I don't even know what the fortune cookies do, but All they're right. cookies. But then you get a warehouse for all of your goods where you can store 5,000 virtual items, which obviously costs zero dollars for Nintendo to actually give you, but mm. it's going to cost you $7.99 yeah. a month. They renamed this to the furniture and fashion plan, but don't. You worry, Christina, you still get fortune cookies in that plan, too. Oh, oh nice. good. I was I was definitely worried about that. I mm-hmm. bet you were. So there you I go. Was absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Concerned. You, get, you can get that. There's like there's also the healthy, happy helper plan, the cookie depot plan, which is gone now. And there's all these plans. You can just get keep all the plans in the game and you get all the things and you can end up giving probably Nintendo like fifteen dollars a month for this game if you really want to. Oh, I say go goodness. for it. I guess I didn't realize all the plans that you could buy into because like so like you mots i didn't really spend a lot of time playing this i jumped in because it gave me things in animal crossing so i just never really played it much but uh yeah sounds like you there's definitely a way to spend a lot of money there if that's your thing do it yeah i was reading through some of the comments of the article that we found that talked about it and a lot of people quite a few were saying yeah, ever since I got New Horizons, I haven't even touched Pocket mm. Camp, which yeah. totally makes sense to me. It does. So, yeah. But speaking of New Horizons, Ooh. we got some updates this week. We got the winter update, which contains Toy Day, Turkey Day, and surprise, you can now transfer save data between switches. Yay. Wow, that's big. That's big news. Yeah. 
So uh, first I'll talk about Turkey Day because that's coming up the soonest. So this is happening basically tomorrow, the day after this podcast comes out on the 26th. It's taking place from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it was previously called the Harvest Festival in previous games. But essentially, there is going to be a turkey named Franklin that is going to appear in the town square with his crazy fancy cooking table. And you are going to help Franklin make all these amazing recipes. There's soups, there's sides, there's salads, there's main dishes, there's desserts, there's all these different things. So basically, you're going to be gathering all these ingredients, bringing them to Franklin, and then he's going to make the dishes. You'll get rewarded with some Turkey Day themed items, some DIY recipes, a bunch of things like that. Kind of similar to a lot of past events that happen in the game. But this time you you get Franklin the turkey, which I love that name for a turkey, personally. Mm. Yeah, and Next. I haven't played any of these, but I think Franklin's been in other ones too. I think I could be totally wrong. But I believe so. Yeah, it's yeah. It, I think he's a fan favorite. Festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it, it, it sounds like it's basically the same in every game. So mm. this is. Just- I like that. I like that. In the, what they're doing is like, listen, we know that you're just going to go to Whole Foods and get the pre-made Thanksgiving <laughs> meal this year. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I do every year. But they're like, but we're going to make you work for it in yeah. Animal Crossing. <laughs> you're still going to have to earn it. <laughs> Still got to earn it. That's great. I love it. <laughs> so I've I've personally been gathering as many mushrooms as I can, as many pumpkins, harvesting all the fruit in my trees to make sure I have every possible food item just in case. Because <laughs> I don't want to go to Franklin and be like, oh, I need this one mushroom that you just happen to not collect. And then you'll get all of the DIY recipes. And yeah, because I know that'll happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I've been I've been collecting some things. Next up is going to be Toy Day. They haven't really released too much information on this yet because it's going to be closer to Christmas. So probably after Turkey Day, there's going to be kind of a lull in the game. And then it's going to be Christmas and magic and snow and Christmas decorations. There are going to be glowy trees and Christmas lights and Santa hats. And oh, it's going to be wonderful. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> yeah, but as we get years. closer to that, more details will be re- revealed. Yes, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I saw I loved uh pretty much everything that I saw on the trailer for this. You know, I have been so excited mm-hmm. for I guess Toy Day. Uh and I cannot wait to see. Now I'm curious to see when we see snow. I don't know how that's gonna work. It'd be kind of cool if it, you know, happens during the buildup because we are now just finally getting into fall, like actual fall in the game. So I'm seeing the leaves have changed and they're mm-hmm. falling. And I wonder during the winter, does that mean the trees are bare? Do, do we just not have leaves on mm. the trees anymore, which would be kind of interesting. That would be kind of cool to see. See because through you, them, finally. Yeah, you'd be able to see right through them. So I'm, I'm really curious to see if, do, do the leaves just go away? They must, right? Or or do they just get covered in snow and that's kind of their way around it? They just kind of hide it all with a big plop of snow on it. I don't know. Uh, but I am excited and I loved everything I saw about this. I cannot wait for the Christmas lights. I, and I have to figure out what I'm going to do with all my Halloween decorations and try to kind of I want to use them and have maybe maybe I could do some where it's like a seasonal chunk in the whole island. So you got some Halloween, some Christmas, some Turkey Day, all like fall, all wrapped up in one area of the island. I don't know what oh, I'm going to do with it. You could you could set it up so when you go on your island, you have the tree area set up. So you know, in um, the Nightmare Before Christmas, each tree has a different door to a different holiday. Oh, that'd be what cool. If you did that on your island, so Ooh, you walk cool. in and then right in the middle, there's like trees and there's like a sign for like a bunny, and then there's a sign at the same 
Santa hat. Mm, and then that's a good to, idea. Like, Each path goes off to a different part of the island that's themed yeah, for like that themed holiday. holiday. Yeah, that would be really, really yeah. cool. I'm, I'm, I like that idea a lot. I think you lot. have to do it now. That's a lot of moving, a lot of moving of stuff, but it would be very cool to do. And I don't think I haven't seen yeah. anybody else that has done an island like that. So um, Probably at least not yet because nobody's digs. had Christmas yet. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're calling dibs on that. Nobody else can do it now. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But yeah, that's very cool. And I'm so excited. Mats, I'm excited for you to jump in and just see the leaves and stuff changing because you have not played for a while. So you now that you can jump in and see it, it will seem totally fresh and new and different because it is finally. There's not, I wouldn't say there's a ton to do as far as, you know, all, all these updates come out and it's always like, oh yeah, we got an update. There's, I wouldn't say it adds a ton of content or any content. It's just a lot it's, different. It just visually now it actually mm. feels different, which I think is nice because Mm -hmm. spring into summer and into early fall all kind of felt the same i mean there may have been a slight variation in like tonal changes with the trees and grass and weeds but it never really felt like much was changing whereas now it's visually a different place to play Mm. and i do like that i I can appreciate that yeah nice now in more animal crossing news we actually got an official nintendo island that we can visit and i'm excited to check this out i want to see this because i think this is going to be maybe good for some inspiration i'm constantly trying to figure out what i'm going to do for my uh town hall i feel like that's the biggest like i've started jumping into that and really doing some stuff with that so i'm excited to see some inspiration for how others handle their town hall because as you know that's the only thing you can't really move but uh with this winter update we now get to see nintendo's very own official island and pull inspiration from that you were going to do this with the the dream you know that whole dream thing they brought on you're going to type in the dream address so if you go to any Mm. bed you sleep in the bed you enter the code that nintendo has given us and we can put that in the show notes uh and you talk to luna and you can be whisked off to nintendo's very own island so i think that's very cool uh and i think now you can also discover islands they added it into the into the update where before you had to have these codes if you went anywhere and now you can just say surprise me and luna will bring you to some random island that has been uploaded and you can explore that for i like more. that i think that's great i think that's the way that's it should really be. cool mm-hmm. um you know i think if any of our friends have updated because i think you always have to have this code but if a friend updated or uploaded an island you should have that as an option you don't need the code you could just say okay we we recognize that you are friends in the game would you want to go to this island or surprise like visit me? friends island surprise mm-hmm. yeah. me or add you know, dream code yeah. why make me add the code for everything but i am excited to see nintendo's i'm excited that i i uploaded one a while ago so i have to update my island in the dream Same. worlds um but I, I'm really excited to do surprise me and just see what people have made. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, there's going to be some ridiculous things that people made, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, well, let's get on to the last Animal Crossing news article of the week. Um, the Video Game Awards are upcoming, which we both, all three of us talked about uh, before the pod, and we all agreed that uh, none of us watch it. But maybe we'll watch it this year because there are, of course, some great nominations for Nintendo games and the number one nominator, I would say, nominee, nominee would be Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, it's it's actually up for Game of the Year, which is impressive. It's up against Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, and the hit uh, that is up for every single award, Hades, um, which is mm-hmm. like just not constantly on there. And also The Last of Us Part Two. So it has some heavy hitters, but it's nice to see Animal Crossing, you know, be recognized 
you know, for the probably like one of the first times for the impact that it had. I think you know, when you think about this game, you know, technically, visually, sure, it's not doing what those other games are doing, but that's not what Animal Crossing is about. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is not a Fortnite, right? Where there's constant new things to be doing every single day or every mm-hmm. single week. Like there are things, yes, like we've been talking about in the pod where as seasons change, but you know, this is a game that has been stuck with people for, you know, eight months, nine months yeah. since the since the beginning of the mm-hmm. pandemic. In fact, it probably helped a lot of people get through the pandemic. I know it helped us a lot, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the early times and still is. So it's awesome to see it up for um for game of the year, which I think is great because a lot of the Nintendo stuff gets unfortunately stuck in the best family game category, which is where three Nintendo games are. Animal Crossing is there. Mario Kart Live Home Circle, which I highly recommend, is there. And Paper Mario the Origami King are there too, which again, like I don't know why why is that in best family game? Like yeah, what does that's that have a to do one. with family? And it's hmm. it's an RPG. Like I don't, you know, yeah, I just kind of feel the like they like, can sit with you and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like, they can well, partake. Nintendo, Nintendo kind of does it to themselves though, because they market themselves as being a family friendly company. Yeah, and but I think I mean, because of that, they put themselves in that corner when the other other large studios don't do that. They don't say we're family friendly. That's that's our stance. So yeah, I think but you Nintendo can't say a family themselves. game is like I picture f- like the Origami King. It's a single player game, isn't it? How is that a like f- a single player single player? Yeah, I mean, how is that a fa- I guess maybe in the sense that anybody in the family could play it. Maybe that's their their thinking on that. Yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. I'm thinking like a yeah. Mario Party when I think of family game. Yeah, because it's like you, I, I guess I look at family as like you're, you're all enjoying this together. You like know, the you Animal Crossing have... and the Mario Kart exactly. Live, right? Those exactly. are those are pretty. So I think to, to, to Christina's point, like, Yes, I agree with you. Like the Mario Kart Live, the Animal Crossing, like those are family. Like, I guess Mario. I think it's it's age demographic too. So like if you think about Mario games, all Mario games, they're like, well, Michael was saying though too, it's for like a lot of different age groups. Mm -hmm. And where you look at Hades, a young kid is not going to be playing Hades. So it makes sense that that's not a family, like best family game. But I, I do agree that, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit, they have multiplayer aspects to it. People Mario, to my single player, I guess to my knowledge, single. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So it is a little strange in the group, but at the same time, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't they know. don't. Maybe they don't have a best RPG. They're like, we need to. This game's oh, there is a, a yeah. best role playing, and they're not in there. So no, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's one more category too. Uh, well, two more categories. Well, we talked about funnily enough multiplayer. New Horizons is in there, which is great because I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, Michael's favorite Pokemon game, Cafe Mix, up for best <laughs> mobile game. How are they up for best? <laughs> I don't know. Mobile I, game. It doesn't make any sense at all. Maybe nobody played mobile games for that category. They're like, I don't know. Just get, is there a Pokemon one this year? Stick that in there. That's probably <laughs> just like really grasping good. at straws. <laughs> because people like Pokemon, is, right? Yeah, the, the, the kids like Pokemon. Get the give them that option. I I don't know that there's there's definitely better mobile games than pokemon <laughs> cafe i don't understand that thinking and it kind of seems like they phone that one in a, l- a little bit yeah it's fascinating too that they put among us on there because among us came out two years ago no oh, i was just gonna ask couldn't pokemon go be on that list then because yeah yeah it's it i what they do That's with weird. this this award show is is weird because the lap the the lap that they use to decide what's going on there 
is kind of crazy to me sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like you'll have something that just snuck in because it came out December of what a year or two ago. And it's like, well, we weren't allowed to put it in last year's because it was at the cutoff. So it's got to go in this year's and it's in theory, it's like two years ago. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. sure. Among us just got big this year, but so, I mean, I, I do like that, you know, Intersloth is getting recognition here, but it's still, what are the rules and regulations in this, you know, best yeah. community support? Like, okay, I kind of get this like Fortnite and no man's sky. Like their, their longevity is because of this support, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. then it's still kind of weird in some of these categories, just yeah. in general. I just, I feel like yeah. the categories are a little bit, little bit off, but that's just me. What do I know? What do we know? <laughs> what do I know? That's going to get us to best sellers. What you got, Christine? Yeah. The top 10 best sellers this week. First place, we have Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Yes, that did come out this past week, and it mm-hmm. is number one. Not surprised. Second, though, is Abzu, which is the game I bought last week. It was on sale. So I'm surprised it's second place. That's pretty crazy. It was like $2. So that's why it's second place. Yeah. I I was just really surprised that I thought maybe it would make it on the top 10, but not second. Uh, I mean, it took Hades is three, which Hades you hear so many great things about. So I was just surprised. Uh, Fourth, Minecraft. Fifth, Super Mario 3D All Stars. Sixth, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Seventh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. And in eighth, we have Overcooked 2. Ninth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And tenth is Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. And then other new games that made it to the top 30 is in 25th, we have Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. You you can never doubt the power of a good sale. That's the the lesson here. Honestly, yeah. absolutely. Did you even Those play? Yeah, I guess we'll find out. But I didn't know if uh, you no, wanted to I give us. No, I didn't get to it this week. I finished up another game. But okay, we'll talk right. about it. Well, yeah, because we'll we we did discuss that last week, and and I will mm-hmm. say spoilers. I did not buy it. I just didn't. But uh, okay. I'm excited to live vicariously through you on that one. I have too many games that it is, and and this one's like we said. It was a. It's just an experience. You're gonna just swim. And, I'd love uh, to stream it if I could. Yeah, do wink, it. Wink, wink. Stream it up. <laughs> yeah, but that gets us into new releases we're into this week. And the first one right off the rip we have checked. Christina, let us know what it is. On November 25th, all three of us checked Out of Space Couch Edition. Mm-hmm. It's $10. It so is cute. It is the local co-op multiplayer game about living together in a house in space. Mm-hmm. You and your friends move into a house in space. <laughs> Where you like have the real to deal world. With, <laughs> where you have to, but unlike the real world, you have to deal with deadly alien infestations and face challenges of building a sustainable spaceship, all to make your new place feel as cozy as possible. I love it. So I love it too, but I hate that it's an online multiplayer. Yeah, it's stupid. Stupid. That's dumb. I think this is so cute and it could so easily be online multiplayer, but no, it's local co op. Well, the <laughs> fact that it's a couch edition, I'm wondering. If I'm going to look it up real quick because it's on Steam and it has very, very good. It's very positive. And the Steam version is not considered a couch version. And so my thinking is that has online play. So Mm -hmm. if you're curious and you do want online play, it comes in Windows and is on Mac. And it does have local and online co-op. So there you have it. You know what it is? It's probably because Nintendo has the worst chat functionality, like the most annoying setup for these kind for like online games. I feel like this one because it's probably really chat heavy. 
I that's mean, you could might but, be a reason why they did it. But Fortnite does it, and it does it super well, and that's on Switch. Like, there's no excuse, really. The, I, I will say though that the Steam version is fifteen dollars. This is ten dollars. But if mm-hmm. online is what, how you want to play it, which this game seems like it would benefit greatly from being able to be played online. Um, that may be the the route to go. But either way, it does have very positive reviews and does look like a ton of fun. It does. Yeah, I like it a lot. I'm kind of always looking for a uh, sort of a different game for Heather and I to play and mm-hmm. that's co-op, you know, couch based. And this one is borderline. I don't know if I don't know if it'll be too frantic. You know what I mean? Will, will it just be frustrating for oh. her to play or not? So I'm not that's my one thing that I'm just mm-hmm. sort of like. I'm on I'm on the fence about it. I wish there was a demo. Have, if there was a demo. A, you could have a stressful pack today. First you play moving in and then you play out of space and yeah. you know you work on on living together. <laughs> I enjoy our marriage. So I want to keep it, I want to keep that I want to keep that going. Yeah. yeah. You you would play this and moving out and then play the real life version of moving out because everything just falls apart. Exactly. I think that this looks a lot like a moving out slash overcooked as far as aesthetic wise. Mm-hmm. And I don't I I guess I didn't really get the hectic, but I, I can see how that's probably the case where you're, you know, you're everybody's frantically running around trying to do stuff and put out fires basically around like the love the in ship. a dangerous space time. Where you're yeah, like exactly. Something like trying that. to do things. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But this could this could be a lot of fun. So it might be worth trying it out, Mots, and then reporting back to us on how things how things uh, went for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The next one I did check, and this is coming out November 26th. It is Pick Cross S5. I've been playing Pick Cross S4 occasionally. I don't play it a ton, but it's a nice game to kind of pop on and do some puzzles before bed. This one is more of that. It's just like S4. It has 300 pick crosses, then you have mega crosses, then there's 150 other ones that are like different puzzle pieces that you can put together for added uh, challenge. And it looks just like it. Uh, So if you like pick cross, then you will probably like S5. It's another version of that for $10. Nice. Also coming out on the 26th is Picklock. Both Michael and me have this one checked. It's an isometric strategy adventure stealth game. So you play as a thief and your alias, your name is Picklock. Uh, and you are part of the robbery scene. You break in, steal things, sneak around, escape, and basically become a pro at stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I think his fun. full name is Alias Picklock. I like that. Very... Oh, his first name is Alias? Yeah, Alias Picklock. Oh. Yeah. I Hello, thought, my I name is like Alias his, Picklock. I thought you, they meant like his alias is no, Picklock. You're a oh. thief, Alias Picklock. That's your name. I like it. Very cool. This I love the look of this game. I think this would be a blast to play. This is something it, it I you know, I have looked forever, but when I first remember one of the first gaming experiences that I can think back and remember besides like Nintendo sitting on, you know, mom's bed playing Mario Brothers or something, um was playing this computer game that you played as a spy and you had to run around, you had to unlock locks, you had to get the files, you had to chase cars, you had to do all this kind of stuff. And it had that sort of at the time it had good graphics, but it has sort of this very similar 8-bit sort of look to it that this game has. Yeah. And I I don't know what the game was and I cannot find it. And I've 
tried to search for it many times because I thought maybe there'd be a, you know, a port or an updated version of it. But this seems very similar in the strategy aspect of this and sort of the charm of it and the, you know, the whimsy of the alias picklock and the things like that. I'm really into this and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play this game. I think this is going to be fun. And for, you know, six bucks or whatever it is, it's, yeah, I I don't feel a huge risk in getting this one. Yeah. Uh, the next game I checked, and it's it's a similar situation to last week, that art school game where it looks interesting, it looks cool, but I'm not sure about it. Uh, so this game's called Arog, A-R-R-O-G. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I'm really unsure about it is because of the price tag. It's originally $4, but on sale for $3 right now. It's a puzzle adventure game featuring all hand-drawn art. And it's all done in black and white. There's like a couple color accents here and there. But you're essentially following the journey of a man who is apparently accepting his death through his dreams. Hmm. So kind of interesting. But I I got a kind of grease or grease Mm -hmm. feeling from it. Um, But because of that price, I'm just really hesitant because I'm like, oh, what's the quality of this game going to be like? But I'll, yeah. I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. <laughs> this this is definitely an artsy looking game. I sure. I don't know how the story and how that it looks more like an experience and that tends to either go very good or very bad, right? That's kind of like what we were just talking about with the swimming game that Abzu. It's one of those things where that in that case it it seems like it was very well received and it was more of an experience and you go in and it's tranquil and you swim and you, you listen to the music and maybe something like this is similar except there's a little bit more narrative but it could also be just a turd and for the price it's a little scary. I'm wondering if maybe it's a a mobile port or something because it for it does know. seem fairly inexpensive but yeah. um yeah it was it was one i had the same thoughts as you where i was like oh man that could be interesting but i don't yeah know. and and i was thinking about the explanation of the story so a journey of a man accepting his death through his dreams if he's dead how is he dreaming I, that confused yeah. me but I guess, you know, we really don't know what happens when you die. So we could really get deep on this one. Yeah, so true. <laughs> so true. Let's not go down that rabbit hole this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And the last one that we have checked, we all three checked this one because we all apparently want to do some downhill cross-country skiing. It's called the Alto Collection. I picked it because there's a llama in the A. That's oh. why I picked it. Because you see, there's like a little llama thing oh, in the that A. That was the selling feature. That's, that a sell- <laughs> <laughs> That's what pushed it over the top. Um, to me, this is really cool. This is, a, um, I, I'm going to call it like a sit back and chill type of experience game. But you're actually doing stuff. So you join Alto. And uh, I guess is a, I'm going to call, I'm going to say that Alto is the, is the llama. But I think it's a person. And you're skiing. You're basically skiing. Uh, across all these beautiful landscapes and you're doing jumps and you're doing um, spins and you're just, I don't know. It's kind of like chilling, but you race down Alpine slopes. There's a different environments. Like I said, through woodlands, through dunes, through um, the the slopes, obviously. Um, And you're just kind of doing some daring backflips, you know, making sure you're landing. Okay. The music is chill. You're, there's 120 levels, just tons of unique characters. There's a standard mode and a Zen mode, which is, I think is what the trailer is in, which sucks you in. But it's just very beautiful. They use very um, um, sort of like sunset colors. That's what I like to call them. If you can envision mm-hmm. a beautiful sunset, uh, that's the colors that they're using here. Some just rich purples and rich oranges and pinks. 
Uh, and yeah, you just kind of chill and you go. I don't know if that's a good, good, good enough name for it, but yeah, you kind of just chilling and yeah, going. You are just chilling. This one is a <laughs> the the fact that this is a collection, and I will say that it's it, it seems like it's a good deal because I did I have seen these and they always come up very highly rated as mobile games. Um, mm-hmm. I've known about this Alto collection for quite a while. The Alto's Adventure and Alto's Odyssey are both selling for $5 each on mobile. And this collection is $7.50. So it's typically $10. It's on sale for $7.50. And I'm kind of thinking it should handle just fine on the Switch. It should actually be wonderful with the controller support. Mm-hmm. So I, this might be the way to go with this. A lot of the times you see these ports and it's, you know, it's a heavily touchscreen, like touch um, control game, and they don't translate that well. But for something like this i think it'll translate very very well on the switch and it does look gorgeous and so you can get them for a discount really so why not mm-hmm. seems yeah. like a way the place to, to to get them i want to make the argument because they have two modes so they have a standard mode and a zen mode they should rename the zen mode to chill mode they should just for mods they just should for say the chill mode <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> now that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? And I will start because I have been playing almost next to nothing. I have still been playing Witcher three and doing some animal crossing where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back in because I'm, I'm finally wrangling my flowers into some sort of uh, like order because they were just just running rampant across my island. Basically, just weeds just going crazy, except I have weeds as well. I've been just letting the weeds go, too, because I'm kind of <laughs> I want to let it look a little bit more natural and sort like letting the island kind of look more organic. And that's sort of the direction I, I was in. But the flowers were just come on. These things are out of control. So I'm I'm mangling those getting those all just selling what i don't need i'm keeping batches of what i have and trying to organize it i just recently moved the museum off into the far corner just to get it out of the way for now so i can start working on my town hall i'm so sick of the way that thing looks i need to figure out a way to handle that so that it's at least somewhat appealing when people kind of come onto the island and uh in addition to that it's it's witcher 3 that's that's it that's all i've been playing how many World months of Warcraft, have you been playing? But that's not oh, right. <laughs> Switch related. <laughs> How many months have you been playing The Witcher for? Uh, Just out I of think curiosity, forty-seven months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, forty-seven <laughs> months. No, I believe I. Uh, I want to say I started when did you it start? this year. This year. This year, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think I did start it this year because I had been reading all the books and and watching mm-hmm. the show, and then. Um, Watched I think after you watched the show, you played the game. After right? I no, after I watched the show, I jumped into the books. After I watched the show, I read all the books, right, and okay, then I watched okay. playthroughs of the first and second game. And now I'm playing the third game. And and I'm I mean I'm super far into it, but I'm just really just taking my time with it. I've been I'm like level fifty, my character's level like crazy leveled up because I do everything. I've done every side quest that I've come across. I do mm-hmm. every treasure hunt that I can find. Um, I don't play a ton of Gwent, but I do play a fair amount of it. And I'm just really enjoying, you know, I, I, I very rarely do I do a main quest that's like the story. I'm doing just side stuff where, mm. you know, I, I'll be walking, like riding Roach just through the countryside and somebody will call me over. And here I am on two hour mission now that I didn't even <laughs> think I was going to be on. So I'm just kind of loving it up. And 
I, I okay, so now I'm super excited because uh, I got an early Christmas gift this year. Thank you very much to our very own mods. And I did watch some updated graphics for Witcher 3 on Xbox Series X. And I will be buying Witcher 3 on Xbox Series oh X gosh. just so I can play the game again in these crazy, crazy graphics because the game is so gorgeous. <laughs> so not only will I have Cyberpunk, I will also have Witcher 3 to play all over again. And I, honestly, I, I, I won't probably play anything else because there's i don't know how i will have time for any other game well when does cyberpunk come out it's soon right uh, it, it got bumped it's again out. but i believe no soon. it got bumped they moved I lost it, but track I, of it i think it's mid-december right now <clears throat> yeah people and, are playing okay. it and i've okay. seen them you know what i mean i've, yeah. I've seen people oh, are, i played okay. 48 hours like so there's definitely early builds and they're probably yeah. doing you know getting ready for a day one beta test type of thing yeah i mean it is yeah. next to done but from what i've heard cg cd project red has has keeps pushing it because it's just not perfect enough for them apparently but Makes sense. i mean it's yeah. done i know that the the golden uh what the heck's it called the golden um version or golden release or whatever they call it has has come out like they pushed it out to people michael you have um game pass on ultimate right i do not i do not okay. i am gonna get it though i, I want to okay. get it yeah i can get mm-hmm. you the well we'll get we'll get you it um but uh yeah that's uh, witcher 3 is on game pass ultimate the fact that it's on there is even more reason yeah. to, to jump on yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like, there's a lot of good things to be had on the, the Game Pass, right? And I think now I also got I got an Xbox Series S because I don't have a 4K TV, but uh, I I have been playing like uh, Sea of Thieves this this last week, and I have been playing uh, Gears Five, which Ooh. also looks super good. However, you know, we were talking a few weeks ago about Bulletstorm, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. Bulletstorm, Gears 5, they're very different games, but also very similar in some ways. Okay. Um, I will say, I think Bulletstorm looks not just as good, but it looks, it's it's very comparable in a weird, odd way. Really? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it looks. On the Switch. On the Switch. <laughs> I swear. Those are, that's a bold what? stance. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say that. Okay, you got to do a side by side now. No, I'm not going to say it looks okay. Gears Five definitely looks better, but sure, sure. like Bulletstorm, it's not is, so bad. Yeah, but like yeah. Bulletstorm looks real good compared. Yeah. You mean you know? I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, and it's mobile. You know, you'd be able to take it on the go with you. I get what you're saying because, like, that's I feel the same thing. I was watching those grad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even like stupid things, like on Witcher Three, I'm watching the 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 updated version, and it's like the UI. That's that's where I really saw some changes. Like, yes, there was the 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 graphics in in particular, like the you know seeing Geralt and like his animations and stuff are crazy. But you can tell that's what they focused on. So then when when they're seeing that. And you see the UI, which just looks like a potato up in the corner. And then you see it on like the Xbox version. It's like, that's what it looks like. That's how <laughs> that's so crisp. That's where I that's really was. Noticing. Looks. Yeah. Holy moly. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the textures like, in The Witcher, at least what I saw, were amazing. Yeah. Bonkers for a five-year-old yeah. game. It's crazy. Yeah. I really want to go back and play Doom on the you know a doom eternal or just any of the dooms yeah. well doom eternal is on the game pass so i'll probably play that because i played doom on the switch also super loved it right and yeah. i was just like oh but i bet doom eternal mm-hmm. which i don't have on the switch so it'll be a good reason to play it i could only imagine how good it looks in general but that's the thing is like i'm 
even though I know that like Gears 5 looks even that much better than Bulletstorm, like I'm still ecstatic about how yeah. Bulletstorm looked. You know what I mean? It's the same with Witcher, right? You're like, yeah. it's not, people are like, oh, you had to like, you know, had to like, you know, you know, kind of dumb it down a little bit to like, and the textures and phase those down. But still, how many hours have you put in The Witcher 3? Like probably like four months so of your life. So, so. many. I'm, I, I, probably it's almost my number one at this point. And I think I've spent 230 hours on the game. I think it would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll check right now. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it won't. Too many. But a Too lot. Many. A lot of hours. <laughs> exactly. So, no. Anyways, I, I just shared what I was playing. You should really get into Sea of Thieves with me and the crew though um we, i will we do, i, we do I have thieves sea of thieves night. too so i i oh. like i already have it so i'm I. ready it's been a yeah christina oh, has yeah. it i have it we mm-hmm. we have not played sea of thieves since it initially came oh, out which it's because it kind of turned us off you know what i mean updates, like I just, it's a yeah. whole new game it's a whole new game yeah. that's crazy. cool i'm excited to jump back into some sea of thieves because it's gorgeous it's an awesome yeah. game i play with my buddies because i don't know what i'm doing but they know what i'm doing on is like i can load cannons and i can and I can fire some cannons here and there, but they I'm like really they know good the at missions. Bailing us out. There you go. Same. Really good, really good at that. So, yeah, we should definitely it. all I can't jump repair. on. Yeah, I, I guess can't I repair add, fast enough. But. I got to add Christina as a friend. I think. So. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. So we could do that, Mats. <laughs> and considering the fact that it's on Game Pass, you should fire up Witcher Three just to see it and oh, let yeah. me know your thoughts on okay. like how crazy it it looks. I'm gonna. I, I'm excited to see what you think, and I'm gonna get in on this game <laughs> on the. Game Pass too, because it just seems like there's just too much value there not to at this point. Yeah, I'll do that. That'll be awesome. That'll be good. That'll be good. All right. The only other thing that I played in the last few weeks was Age of Calamity demo. I know everyone I think has played it at this point, but I think it's super good. I think the visuals are great. I love that it's really the aesthetic is really into the the Zelda world. Um, there's a lot going on in all times, mm-hmm. but I was watching some review yeah. videos and it's getting fantastical reviews. So. I feel like I definitely am more excited about this one than the first game because it yeah. falls into the Breath of the Wild universe. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it it was super fun to play the demo and everyone should check out the demo. That's for sure. Nice. How about you, Christina? So I'm trying to think of how I want to get into this because I don't want to bash the game because it wasn't terrible. Oh, boy. And <laughs> but so last week I talked about how I was playing Jenny LeClue Detective U. I think that's mm. how you say it. <laughs> um, that is the that is the full name. Detective oh. Um, but I so last week I, I basically spoke about how the beginning of the game felt very slow. So I played about four hours in my first session of playing it. And it was exactly what I said. It was just very, very slow to get into. The story wasn't pulling me in, the character was really annoying. And then the second time I played about an hour, two hours in, it took a shift. Uh, It took like a Stranger Things spin. And I was so invested in the story. The gameplay is not the best. It's very slow and it's very sluggish. Hmm. But I just really wanted to figure out what happened in the story. That's what grabbed me. So I'm playing through the story. I'm like right near the end. Something big happens and I finish the game. It says to be continued. Mm, what i invested like 16 hours into this game and that's how you're going to end it are you kidding me and i don't even i don't yeah i'm not even sure that the remainder of the story could fill out an entire whole game (laughs) maybe it will though because the gameplay is so slow but 
to be continued, I invested so much into trying to figure out what the heck is going on. This town disappeared off of a map, and then you're going to end the game? Are you kidding? Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> I, yeah. That is uh, a very you strange plan on getting it. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. Like, that's a super sketchy, kind yeah. of crappy way of ending anything. No, Not even TV shows or movies end with just, like, a to be continued as in to get the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah and... I don't even think, I mean, ugh, it really frustrated me. Is there another and one so, at least? Or is it like, I, I feel like that's a big so gamble mad. to take because what if it just doesn't do well and they never finish the story? I have no idea, but I do know that it is on mobile as well. So I have a feeling that maybe it did better on mobile than Switch. I don't know if it's just because I'm playing the Switch and I'm used to playing things that are a little more fast paced. Like even Night in the Woods was a lot more fast paced paced a little bit better than this game just the gameplay was terrible but then for them to just end on that note like so spoiler alert are either of you going to ever get this game probably not i'm assuming uh no i am not okay so if anybody is like planning on picking this up maybe skip ahead a little bit but just to give you an idea so you figure out why this person was murdered it turns out they weren't murdered and then all of a sudden, Jenny's mother, the main character's mother, just disappears because you flip. You get a choice between three switches. You flick a switch and somebody disappears. The mother disappears. And it's right after you also found out that this town is just, it disappeared off a map. And it's like people on the other side are trying to communicate with people in this town stuck in the middle of nowhere. And then it ends. It, it's just, oh, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. So that's how that went. <laughs> mm, there you go. And then, and then, so I also jumped into Animal Crossing and I've been catching leaves and harvesting mushrooms and all that fun stuff. I cleaned up all my holiday decorations from Halloween and I'm just, I'm so excited to get the Christmas stuff. Can't wait. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will say, Michael, because you said you wanted to do a more natural look for your island, I would definitely say invest in getting as many mushrooms and as many mushroom recipes as possible because they have stumps with mushrooms on them as like a oh, crafting I like recipe. That. Yeah, they have that sort of like woodsy, foresty, overgrown kind of stuff. See, see that's my problem with this because I don't understand how – I'm not good at getting recipes. Like I see people and they make some of the coolest crap and I'm just like – Because how did they you invest eat? a lot of time. It, it, you have I don't to shoot get down how they every get balloon. the recipes. <clears throat> you have to shut down, shoot down every possible balloon. You have to always talk to your villagers. So every twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, you have to go into your villagers' houses and talk to them. You'll get your recipes. As sometimes, sometimes I don't know if they're doing it for specifically the mushroom stuff, but I do know if you go into Nook's Cranny once in a while, they'll have a limited edition, like limited time thing mm -hmm. that has to do with the event so i yeah. that that's how that's at least oh and you all once a day you have to look for the bottle on the beach because yeah i always look for my bottle and i try to talk to a villager i don't do the two times a day usually just because it's sure. like I, I don't have time for that but um yeah. i do talk to the villagers and get them that way but i just feel like sometimes it seems you know you'll have these events and then you you in, you end up with one or two recipes for the whole dang event and it's like mm -hmm. well i didn't get to enjoy the event because I didn't get to make all this stuff. And, mm. you know, I, sometimes I think it's like, Oh, I, I get to pick things up. You know how every once in a while you'll find a tire and it's like, Oh, that unlocked a recipe because I had this brain idea, this brainchild mm -hmm. popping in my head. And, and it's like, okay, that's cool. So I grab a million of something hoping I'll learn a recipe 
just by instinct. And, and it doesn't seem like it always works out that way. Well, see, with the cherry blossoms, as you collected more cherry blossoms, you would like learn recipes automatically, like what you were saying. But for this season with the maple leaves, you were just given the recipe for yeah. a pile of red maple leaves. Yeah, Isabel so gave it to me. Yeah, so I am i don't know if they're changing it or if I just missed that they were doing that before. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see. But, but there's yeah. at least, I got, I'm going to make piles of uh, maple leaves, if nothing else. So <laughs> sounds that, good. <laughs> yeah, and, and and hopefully I'll get the stumps with the mushrooms because that sounds cool. That'll be really pretty. That on would the be island. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want it for my state park area. Mm, I like that. That's a good idea. Oh, and then another weird thing I noticed. I don't know if anybody else had this issue, but I was going through last night. I don't remember doing these things. So. For Halloween, you could adjust your appearance and things like that. And yes. I don't remember putting scars and things on my face. Mm-hmm. But when I did the... I don't know if it's because it updated to my save to the more recent update of the game. But some things were changed. What do you so mean? So my TV, which was originally black, is now a white TV. Mm. Um, That's I had scars. I had scars on my face. The scars um, are so. from the the trickster there, the pumpkin head guy. Because I got oh, them the okay. one time. If you choose not to give him candy, he did that to you. Oh, yeah. All right. So yeah, you can I did just that change once that. I see what happened. Yeah. I turned. And, it, I switched back to whatever. I yeah, did, like, you can just get rid eyebrows, of it. But, but that's where the yeah. scars and stuff like that came from. It was because okay, you didn't give him sense. candy. I wonder though about my TV because that definitely wasn't white before. Maybe that was, was also at the first, trickster. I was a little worried. I don't know, but I was a little worried. I was like, did my game get hacked? Because there were like a lot of weird little tiny things like that popping up. I I can't remember the other little things. But it was like things changed color or like moved or there was something in my inventory that was weird that I don't remember being there. Well, you did play Halloween after a few adult beverages, I think. So maybe you did it and just don't remember any One cider. No, it was fine. No. I didn't change the color of my TV. <laughs> maybe maybe you didn't give other villagers candy, and that was like the trick. It was like random oh. little things got changed. I'm I don't know. Change things in your house. Yeah, no. I'm gonna sneak in your house and rob you. Take that for not giving me candy. But yeah, I just thought I was. I'm curious if anybody else who still plays and listens had anything weird like that happen besides the scars. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm leaning but heavily on adult beverages, but that's just my. I well, did not drink them. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm just saying. I it seems odd. I've seen a lot of relationship here. Sure. <laughs> the world Not may that. never know. Yeah, that's it. We need. You know who we need on this job? Hmm. Jenny Leclue. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, we don't. We don't need that. I'll just get mad. To be continued. To be continued. Yeah, to be continued. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to go to NintendoDispatch.com. Hit, hit us up on our Discord or on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. Of course, we're your number one source for all of your Animal Crossing news. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Share it with a friend if you have. So until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.